0: Hi, welcome to the of Mile podcast show and today I am talking to Kevin Though Kevin has been involved with spirit for most of his life, with strong interest in the paranormal, experience as a medium working in paranormal teams, using his skills to experience to help guests who have the experience they can while they are with us. I also run medium training sessions and meditation classes during our weekend breaks and local classes. I believe that spirits have a story to tell, and that at Pry we give them a voice for which various means. As a team, we understand that we are unlikely to to provide definite proof of life after death. I also believe that people will find their own proof, and that we're well worth what we do. As a team, I, I also believe that we need to articulate the truthful in everything, so we do never want to fake anything to succeed. I like that statement. Now, how long have you been able to talk to ghosts?
1: You can take that back to probably when I was a teenager. It's, um, it's been one of those things that you're sort of aware of but not, not want to do anything with. You know, you're, when you're a teenager you're playing football and you're, it's in the girls and then you get then into life. You're, you're married with kids and work and things like that. And eventually the penny drops and you think, actually yeah, I can do this. What
0: did it feel like when they first spoke to you?
1: sort of happened when my when my grandfather was ill, and I had my grandmother around me, and it I would be sat, I would be sat in the house by myself, and I'd hear there with the wardrobe doors um, opening and closing upstairs, and I was never scared by it because I had a feeling that was hair. I sensed it was hair with me, and uh, and then it was it was really strange because my great grand came in and she was telling me to eat healthily, eat more healthily. And I I didn't understand why they were coming in. And then I had my great uncle John come in. And that was really weird because we didn't really get on. We didn't really like kids. And it was uh, like, actually, if he's coming in, there must be something completely different. And I I, I had to seek advice from somebody else. And uh, they said, it's because your granddad's not very really well. Your grandfather's not very really well. So I used to sort of work on that a bit, and it was a, a bit of a challenge because I hadn't actually realised uh, what was what the process was in in dying for humans and how the whole thing worked. And it was a very steep learning curve. But equally, nobody in my family had done this. My mother is a very um, a very strong Catholic, and to tell my What came to be was that my grandfather was very stubborn and he didn't want to pass without actually talking to the rest of the family, but he wasn't able to say that because he's had a stroke and wasn't able to talk. So what they were saying was that basically I had to tell the family that I'd been talking to these people and then get him to, round, to go around my, fa- my grandfather's bed so he could pass in peace. And everybody, to, to give him the jail, everybody went. And he said, you know, they all said goodbye to him, and, and that was over the weekend, and he passed
0: on the Monday night. What's the strangest or weirdest thing that's happened in your, when you've been on an investigation or uh, ever come through in a mediumship, way? Right?
1: It's, there's so many there's absolutely so many and every one of them is strange in their own way it's, um, I've been as an, as an investigator I've, I've been in investigations where we've used various equipment or various things um, I've seen skeptics have the, been sort of shaken because they, they, they couldn't. Understand that they were actually talking to spirits or the spirits were interacting with them. Um, I've seen people get hurt. I've seen people get. Um, there was one uh, one investigation we did uh, in a town near here in Hartlepool, and it was um, somebody had a about an inch and a half by two inch layer of skin taken off the legs when we were just doing a human pendulum by a dark spirit and that was that was quite intense and i've, I've done east drive the, the famous one in Ponte Fract in yorkshire and there was a buggy that had been at the top of the stairs we did a tour tw- we did a almost a 24-hour in- investigation there. we'd been doing it all night we got lots of different stuff I mean, lots of lots of really good evidence, and we had this buggy had been at the top of the stairs, this child's buggy had been at the top of the stairs, and nothing had happened all the time. And I was just going round and doing the final checks because we were about to we were about to start packing up. And I sent children in the top, in the top of a couple of rooms, and I said, oh, I just saw, I just saw said to them if you hear. You can just push the push the buggy down, and I went downstairs. And about two minutes after that, the buggy came down the stairs, and we have it on camera. And it's uh, fascinating because we we've checked and double-checked, and well, there was absolutely no way that um, anything could have happened. There's nothing. It it was far enough away from the top of the stairs not to fall off, no matter how many times people have been going up there. So some really strange things, and the fascinating thing is, it's always. Um, it's always interesting to, to, to find new ways of doing things, and and they try really hard to to talk to us and tell the stories. Because I found that if, if you're willing to listen to the stories of them, they listen to
0: talk to you. They they're willing to talk to you, so they they will actually communicate quite well. Do you believe in haunted objects?
1: I think, I think there are things out there I've, not, I've got no proof of any I've never actually seen one or had anything to do with one that I know of but um, there's certainly things that, that, that don't that are that a, a bit strange um, there's music boxes going off on their own and um, <coughs> photographs get turned down and things like that um, but I've seen the documentaries of them, and it's quite plausible, I think there's there's definitely merit in there, but I'd I'd love to try, I'd love to sort of see one, I'd love to come into contact with with one, just to see what it's like, but I've never actually um, had one.
0: What do you believe, in your personal view, that spirits are? Because it differs from person to person.
1: is the spirit energy. And the energy um there, there's three different types of energy for me. So my it's, this is my opinion and, and some people will disagree with it and some people might think, no oh, maybe that's right. But there's three different types of energies so we have ghosts and ghosts aren't able to interact with us. The that's the um what what people call the, the, the tape factor or the the loop factor where a spirit tunes into an energy frequency and can be seen wandering around the same piece of building or the going past the same windows or the same spots and then they they don't interact with you, they just because it's a a piece of energy that's just Pass that information on before they get something off their chest basically before they leave and then this the, the third one is a, is what for me is called a conjured energy which is a completely different kind of energy which is um what you get with um people who make spells and things like that that, that um can manifest energies i mean i can't do that but there are, there are certainly people who can
0: how do you help in your investigations do you do the like go around first bit and then the the others do the scientific bit um
1: we all sort of chip in and do our our own we all chip in and do the, the same things um we tend to do more um things because we, we're not really techie between us but we are, We do have people who come and help and people who um, get involved we, we're just a new team we've only been going since October um, we, we actually launched on Halloween, but we've, we've both got, um, the, the three of us have got experience from previous places and we brought that to us to, to, to do it in a way that we wanted to do, that we felt is, was more aligned with our, our beliefs and more aligned with what we wanted to achieve. So it's, it's um, we're still looking, if anybody's listening to this wants to be involved, we are looking for somebody who's a techie person who can do that. But we have some good uh, support with, with the technical side of it as well. So what we do is normally we'll start off with um, a human pendulum. Have
0: you heard of that? I've sort of heard of it, but if, if nobody is listened to it on the podcast, could you explain it to them, please? OK. Yeah, so a, a human pendulum is
1: basically where um, we'll gather round in a circle and somebody would, would volunteer to stand in the middle and that's and there'll be a person in front of them and a person behind them and we will ask us through just to gently move them if either forward or backwards and, and we'll clarify which direction for yes so they might move forward and then we'll clarify again which for no, and they might move back. And then we ask a series of yes and no questions. So close questions where the answer is only yes or no. Did you die here? Um, were you young? Were you killed? These type of questions. And we build up a, a bit of an identity of who we're talking to. And we ask the, um, the members of the circle to ask their own questions as well volunteer we ask for is um, we, we ask for people who are sceptical, but to have an open mind. It, if we've had people who are sceptical with closed minds, and it just doesn't work, they stand firm and nothing happens. But if they're willing to see what happens, or like an open-minded sceptic, we do get some interesting results. So we start with with that type of thing, doing doing that, and then depending on the environment or the other or location where we are. We will either split up into groups or we'll, we'll go around as, as a team or people can have some long time and they can do their own thing. And we will do various things, we'll do uh, crystal pendulum work, which is again, yes, no questions. Sometimes we will get the um, the spirit box out and we'll do sessions with the spirit box and we'll ask people to get involved with that and see what they can pick up. Um, seances as well and you know try and bring, bring spirits in through, through that we've also got the the, the usual things like the millimeters and the um the REM pods that pods still trigger things the k2 meters so the, the general sort of techie stuff and well the sls camera as well which is an interesting
0: piece of kit i think i know you said that you help with um Train, do you help train mediums or do you sort of guide mediums? I never know which is which. Oh, um, train them. You can train
1: them. I train them how to, uh, through classes. Um, we hold classes up here. For for people who've got um, a gift and want to do something, what I don't do is train people how to do readings so or, or stand up on the rostrum and give messages out because there's lots of people out there out there who do it. So uh, for, I'll train people to um, find their own path sort or of find their own way of doing things there's no, for me, there is no sort of set way of doing things, it is, um, I don't say this is right or that's wrong because everybody's different and everybody works differently. So they have the option to get the ground rules and get, understand what they're doing and give them that information and give them that that, um, insight of what they're doing. But then it's about how they develop them themselves and help them to develop that. And we've had some good results for that with some excellent mediums now go out and do their own things.
0: Have you ever? Have you any other hobbies that you pursue, similar to paranormal or outside of paranormal?
1: Um, my biggest passion outside of... Out, as far away as from paranormal as you can get is bird watching. And I, I also um. Run a small company that takes people on bed, watching holidays. So across Europe, so we do we do that as well. Um, so yeah, it's 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 different, but I have, it gives me um, a fairly sort of scientific approach, but as in a logical approach. I say well, I would say more than scientific. I like to debug things. I don't like to. If I, hear, if I hear a knock in the house then it, uh,
0: it's just as likely to be the heating going off then it's, uh, it's best for trying to get attention yes I think that's important it's like I've, uh, I've had a discussion about um, with people that say about uh, bad ghosts and po- uh, poltergeists and they yeah. always say that the, uh, the chances of having a poltergeist are probably slimmer than having just a bad ghost <coughs>
1: I think it's, it's there, there are some um negative energies about um i work in something that's called the new vibrations which people used to talk about the end of the world being in 1999 and and then again through various points right through 2012 and there's links to it to be the sort of mayan calendars and things like that but my understanding is that the vibration of the s changed a little bit so it's, it's enough to um Upset the negative energies, so the the bad ghosts, the poltergeists, and things like that. And if something gets upset like that, they have two choices: they can either go, and they'll go back from where they where they've come from, or they can um, stay. And if they stay, it's like the easiest way I've tried to, I've been able to explain it is if somebody turns the heating up in the room, and you've got a choice of either going outside. Or you sit and you sit in the room, but you get more and more agitated. And I, I think that's what's happening in the world. Or from my experience, that's what I can see is happening. The negative spirits are becoming more agitated. So there's a lot more. Neg- there appears to be a lot more negativity around. But for me, that's the, the spirit spirits we getting are becoming more agitated in terms of. I don't like the rise in, in energy because I'm just that's, that's, that affects their frequency. They're, they're
0: uncomfortable in that um, arena because it's not what they're used to. Well, I have two theory- I've got like, a couple of theories I'd like to uh, discuss with people. Are there any theories? And the- I don't mind if they're debunked they don't bother me. Uh, my first theory is I think that when we die, we like an energy force... And we all join uh, this great big light and become like a hive mind, where we, we help people move on or sol- help them solve problems when they go back. I'm not too sure about reincarnation because I've never I've never talked to talked to anybody about it, so I don't know much about it. I mean, my sec- my second theory is a bit more controversial, but it's only a theory. I like it. It's just a discussion. That's why I like to put it out there. God. Is schizophrenic. That's interesting. Yeah. Because basically, he we're made in his image, and we're both good and evil. So I think I think he can be both. Um,
1: it's an interesting theory. So, if we look at the first one first, the the, the 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 hive mind. I think I think you're pretty close with that. I think that's that once we once we go back to where we come from, we there's a lot we sort of connect with everything. And when we come here, we don't we we have that memory loss where we're not allowed to um, understand where we've come from. Otherwise, we we would we wouldn't live the life that we're supposed to live. My theory is it's very similar to. Uh, a guy who passed away a couple of years ago, which is called Dr. Michael Newton, where he started off as a hypnotherapist, and he started he started be being able to heal people through hypnotherapy, and then he started looking at. Um, Past life regression, and, and he was finding that some of the injuries that people carried were from these, from the past, from the past lives, and he was able to heal that. And this this guy was a a, a believer he didn't believe in this type of thing, which made it more interesting. And ha- as he's yeah. as his case load and built up, and his records built up, he found he started to find trends in things, and then he used to explore those trends. He says that, you know, we come back many, many times, not just once or twice, but the idea that we come back here for is to learn lessons. And it's an interesting theory because what it means is that we've got the world upside down. Because if you look at the people who've had only a few lives on the planet... They're the ones who are actually enjoying the the lives and like kids in sweetie shops. So that's your celebrities and your your film stars and your pop stars and um, people with power, your royalties and things like that. They're having a good life and um, and just just living the living the dream basically. And then if you look at the people who are here to do some serious learning. They put themselves in some really bad positions, so they'll, they'll, they'll come and they'll, um, they'll try to be homeless, or they'll try to be have a life a life where it's it's not not very really nice at all. <clears> then <throat> it's a theory that you may, you can have one, then another, so you can flip. So it's, it, I do believe in reincarnation. As far as God being schizophrenic, I don't I'm not really sure about that. I mean, it's I think that... This is, this is classed by spirit as the planet of free will, um, and that's why the, the negatives the negatives can live here because they, they know that we have a choice of either doing one thing or another. We can choose a good way or we can choose a bad way, and, and it doesn't really it doesn't really affect because when it comes to reincarnation when we go back and we face our we don't face God but we face our our teachers and our our guides and if we've had a bad life and we've done some bad things it's yeah you get a little tap on the knuckles or something like that but it's nothing nothing big you don't get banned from doing things because it's all part of making you a better person and sometimes you need to understand the bad side and and what I mean by that is if people say well how can you how can God like murderers or how can God like um you know people who come around here come and do these things and and just make people's lives unhappy but but this book explains that um if you do that if you are a bad person, you have killed somebody, or you, or somebody has killed your wife, and you've done something about it, or you killed your husband, and you've done something about it. When you go back, you'll actually they'll actually talk to you and say, you know what, you've got to go and experience the other side now. So you actually going you will be killed. You'll you'll experience that, or you'll be, you know. You'll be on the side where the opposite side of that. You have to have that life to understand it, because if you don't see both sides of it, you're not going to be able to move on, or you're not going to be able to deal with it, or you're not going to be able to understand it. And if you don't understand it, you're going to be stuck in that route and never get past that lesson. So that's a, an interesting sort of concept that, that that I do sort of ascribe to. It. It's, um, but yeah, like you're saying about the about the schizophrenic god, I'd, I'd like to explore that.
0: Well, as I say, I, I like to have a debate. I mean, as I say, I, it's never meant to offend anyone, but... No, no, no. no. I, I always, I'm always wary that some people are very religious. And... I'm not religious at all. That, that's
1: the thing. I mean, people say, well, how can you be a medium if, you, if you're not religious? But... Religion, all religions, man-made, and it's. Um, and I've I've asked, I've, I've done lots of things with with spirit, and every now and again I'll sort of ask the the question about religion and how they feel about it, and they're not even bothered. It's like they they really don't care about religion because As soon as they go back and they get the memory back. The only thing that matters to them is the loved ones, and, and they're trying to find, be reunited with them on, on something, or they're a bit worried about going back because they've done something wrong and it ends. If you imagine that this is a, this is like a, a school where we come and learn, if you've had a bad day at school and, and your parents are going to find out you've had a bad day at school, you don't want you're not going to want to go home in a hurry, and sometimes you've got to be persuaded to go back, and that's part of what. Is, is persuading them to go back, but as far as I've have questioned it. I don't. In fact, I don't even question now. Be very rarely question now because um, the answer is always the same that they don't have any any thoughts of religion because it just doesn't exist up there.
0: Do you run tours where you are? Like you playing paranormal toys or do you sort of, like do events like kind of thing
1: we do um, we do work uh, a range of things as I said we we've only just started up so we, we're in sort of foundation of doing things um, we just sold out our first public event today we have our first public event in January and it's um, an old pub in, in the centre of York that hasn't, has never been investigated before we've been around there a couple of times and it's there since the 13th century and it's uh we done some evp work in the um, in the attic and we got some fantastic evps and we actually got we, we got something we'd never had before and claire the, the, the other team member the the researcher and the investigator had, was going back was going through the Um, the recordings and she phoned me up when I was at work and she said have you listened to this and it was a bird song as I said my passion was was bird watching so she she said well what kind of bird is that and this was on uh, November the 5th and it was an evening when, when we were down there I saw you in November the 6th, it was the after bonfire night, and we were down there doing this investigation, and it it sounds like a canary, and I I said, oh, I said, it's it's a canary, but the guy, I don't think the guy has a canary in in his pub, because he he lives on the premises. I said, but what it does sound like is something like an alarm clock, you know, these RSPB alarms where you get the, the different song on every hour or something like that and we were thinking there might have been that and I said well just if you go and play that to Peter he'll tell you exactly what it is and it will be something completely different you know some freaking debunkered very very quickly and when she went and played played it to Peter he says no he said there's nothing like that in the house so we have no idea what that is so we're going to go back and do the investigation on the 26th of January and find out um, so we do those, and we do public investigations, because that actually funds us to to do our work, to get our equipment and things like that. Uh, we also do beginner weekends as well. So when people, this is where we're going to do a Friday night and a Saturday night. So Friday night will just be a welcome and a meal, a presentation, and a bit of a get together, and as we're working with. Uh, four hotels at the moment to try and get the best deals and the best uh, conditions for what we want to do so we want to hold like a little mini investigation on the Friday night and a short one then on the Saturday afternoon we would do a workshop and that's about explaining what goes on in an investigation letting people practice um, and let them explain about the equipment let them get to use the equipment um do some of the exercises that we do and understand the means behind that and then on the Saturday night we're going to, we do a, a full blown investigation and then on the Sunday they'll go home so it's a much more relaxed um, approach to it rather than the intensity of your turn up you do the investigation and you go now and are
0: then, you we, are you going to post it on social media or are you going to have a blog account or YouTube or like I do podcasts. Which way do you think you might go? We, we've,
1: we've got the usual social media things. We've we've got we've got a Facebook group which is paranormal York, uh, paranormal research York, and we have a, a, a Twitter which is York underscore Pry, and we have LinkedIn as well, and we have Instagram. We do some blogs on our website um, and we've, we haven't got around to doing YouTube yet because we haven't done anything that's, that we've got recorded uh, but we will go, we will do that and, and ideally if we can get somebody in the team who's a techie person then you know, that, that might be one of the roles that they can, can help with. So we do want to, we're, we're looking at uh, it's this team, all the team are, are business minded as well, so we, we are looking at being around for a lot of years, we're not looking around to be, you know, we're not looking for just the next event or, or the next couple of months. The plans that we do enough are for, for, you know, five years and six years ahead of it already, so we want to be around for a long time there's no rush to do these things. It will it will develop. And the other thing as well is that York is a is a fantastic place to in, investigate. And there's no paranormal team in York. It's, um, there's you know there's, there's no there's no paranormal team in York that does public events, for instance. There's lots of paranormal teams who come to York and do events. And they tend to do the same events, at the same places, where we because we've got the the local knowledge
0: we can get into places that, that those people don't particularly know about hmm well I, I think you will uh, develop and I, I hope you'll go well um now before we go I always ask the guests to do like a unique sign off because I've got a unique sign off now is there anything you'd like to mention before we go a unique sign
1: off what, what does
0: um, that mean exactly and then you can talk about what else you do about your business anything you want hmm.
1: Um, I I, so I don't know what makes Pry unique. What makes paranormal research York unique? Um, we have a obviously on the same medium, and, and some teams don't have that. Um, other teams I guess mediums in. I think the the medium um, helps to focus on the. Um, the traditional things and, and can be more instant the technology by the time you I think the technology by the time you debunk it or the time you by the time you try and work things out what it couldn't be the, the the moment is lost where with the medium they, they can hold on to that and and keep the, the spirit interested spirits are, are very much like a, a human um, in terms of uh, you know you have to keep their interests there or they get bored and walk away but I think as part of, of what we do we engage the spirits and we we want them to tell their story and we come across like that we come, we come across pretty much like I'm talking to you now which is we're quite relaxed about it we're not intense and we're willing to listen as well so it's it's not like um see on, on the TV shows on TV, you're not going to get an, an hour's intense investigation, a spirit box session could last 20 minutes and get nothing, and then just as you start to go, it, it starts to, you know, they, they all start to communicate with you, or, you know, you, you might wait 10-15 minutes to get something on the K2 you might wait that length of time as well, to get something on the on the seances. It's not, it's not flipped and edited like it is on, on TV, and I wish we you know, it would be great if you could turn up to do an event, just flip the switch and everything happens at once, that would be fantastic. But even at East Drive, one of the best, you know, sort of locations yeah. that I've been to, it was throughout the night, we had lots of little things, but only a couple of big things. Um, So I think that that the fact that we are sort of fairly relaxed about what we're doing, I think the fact as well that we do the weekends for beginners, but we're also working on how we can make those weekends not only for beginners, but also for um, more um, experienced people. So we're looking at doing things like um, technology weekends where we get some experts into... Do some experiments with that and and talk us through those type of things and maybe a weekend where we do some um video and youtube and things like that to, to sort of pass on knowledge so people can do it themselves so we want to be able to not just um hold events and um and just investigate that we want to be able to pass on our knowledge I encourage other people to do it, and find their own proof as well, as, as it says, in, as you said in the bio at the beginning, we won't. we can't, we can't prove life after death. we, you know, this has been going on for years, and scientists better much better than I am, and mediums much better than I am, and people much better than I am, have tried, and better tried, and not been able to prove it conclusively. But, one thing you can do is you can get your own proof you can get your own proof that you've seen spirit you can get your own proof that you've heard something you know in your own mind whether you've seen it or not if you've seen something no matter what i tell you it could have been you know it wasn't you know it was something different and we encourage that we're not going to be telling everybody that what they've seen is wrong we're going to tell people to embrace that and say well yeah. Accept it. And don't, you know, if you can debunk it, debunk it. But if
0: you can't, accept it and embrace it. Well, I'll do mine to you. Are you ready, Kevin? Yeah. <clears throat> thank you, Kevin, for being on my show. I hope that your group grows very much. You know, it was great you were an interesting guest. And thank you very much. Good night. God bless. That's brilliant. Thank you very
1: much.